Sometimes our biggest accomplishment of the day is not throwing something at our TVs. The Kate Daly Show starts now. of Americans staying at home are relying on Amazon. Millions of Americans staying at home are relying on Amazon. Millions of Americans staying at home are relying on Amazon. Millions of Americans staying at home are relying on Amazon. Amazon has transformed its operations in response to COVID-19 to protect employees and keep packages flowing. Amazon has transformed its operations in response to COVID-19 to protect employees and keep packages flowing. Oh, man. So true, right? Um, You got to love that. You got to love it. And at the same time, so many of the stories are scripted in that way. So all hail Amazon and Jeff Bezos, by the way. That was an immunity zone in America. Still is. Still is. Because you can still order online and nobody's nobody's scared for their safety. I just sure hope we get the memo. Um, By the way, just as a little update for you before I bring Susan on, the amazing Susan, uh, is that uh, because it's Wednesday, and if you haven't listened to this show before, Susan comes on every every Wednesday, and so does Melissa, and I I love these gals. They're great researchers. And uh, by the way, um, 1.2 million active cases in America, okay? That doesn't mean 1.2 million active cases in America are sick. Do you want to know how many are? Yeah, I'll tell you. Just over 16,000. 16,000 of the 1.2 million. That means the majority of the 1.2 million are walking around just fine. They're not sick. They're not ill. They don't even know they're sick. They just tested positive. It's very dramatic. <laughs> okay. So you take the 16,000 that are, that are considered serious in America from the world's stats, and it's only because they have other illnesses and diseases called cancer, heart attack, COPD, heart disease, okay, diabetes. You take all of that. And the very, very small portion of them are actually in the hospital. Um, And honestly, the ones in the hospital have something else. They just tested positive for COVID. So they're marked very liberally, as the CDC would say, very liberally as a a COVID patient. Do we have a second wave? (laughs) No, because 16,000 people in 337 million people are, are, are even considered serious and not even all hospitalized. 16,000 people in America today. So as we, as we look at the insanity of getting the headlines, right? The headlines, oh my gosh, China, they're getting their second wave in the U.S. And we, have, we must react, put on that, that mask that makes you ill. Um, you guys, we have big fish to fry in this country. COVID isn't one of them. And I'm just telling you, there is no second wave. I call BS on the second wave. So all the headlines, all the scare tactics, everything that you're being shown in the news right now today is a bunch of baloney. And I'm sorry, but if you're going to tell me 16,000 people that aren't even hospitalized are even considered serious in the entire country, in our entire population, then you're smoking something. I don't know how else to put it, but you're think you're way more terrified of something than you ought to be. So that's my message to you today. Um, I can't even believe that they're turning this into a second wave. They're doing it in my state. And they want to accelerate the yellow, whatever that means. We're color-coded like Sesame Street in my own state. And that's what they're trying to do is accelerate all of these incredibly liberty-limiting rules when they're not rules, they're guidelines. So, hi, Susan. How are you? 
Hey, I am excited. <laughs> Today is Crocodile Awareness Day, or celebrating oh, crocodiles man. around the world. For this day. I know, oh. I know. Well, it's something positive right. other than. I love talking about a disease. Well, <laughs> talking about protests. I, I woke long, up to that and I yeah. thought, that's that's a cute crocodile. I long for Donut Day. When's Donut Day? Donut Day. Yeah. <laughs> donut Appreciation Day. I think that's every day. <laughs> Please, um, we need something else to focus on. I would like that distraction. COVID seems to be the distraction of the day. So let's talk because we have to we have to talk about this nurse with COVID. This nurse came out with a video that everybody's been talking about, and it's really really good. And I I want you to kind of launch into this because people need to hear what she had to say was pretty startling. Revealing feeling, exposing, and I sure hope that medical professionals are listening, especially the ones that seem to be writing the coattails of the nonsense, because I don't know why in the medical profession you haven't figured out we have an immune system. I worry about this because now I'm worried about what kinds of doctors I'm going to. Do you know we have an immune system or not? Um, but I do love it when, when people in the medical profession speak out against this. I really do, because they're telling the truth. You can tell. Dr. Batar yesterday. He was he was amazing. He's so cool. And just so positive about yeah, people's health. He is fan. Like you don't have to live with your what your immune system is doing in a subdued state. There's things you can do. And yes. he was so positive. I know. I know. He's got a good track record and 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 anyway, he's he was amazing and I can't wait to have him back. Tell me about this nurse. Uh tell me about this nurse. Well, actually, I didn't realize it till just this moment, but this nurse also has a book out because people said you have to put this in a book. So she was brought into the epicenter, they call it the epicenter of the epicenter, Elmhurst Hospital in Elmhurst, New York. Yeah. And she said she was 37 years old. She was a registered nurse. She had been a military nurse. So she was no naive person. Right. And after a week or two, she said, what is going on? Mm -hmm. Why are we treating patients this way? First of all, they've been severed from their families. No yeah. families were allowed. No families can speak up for them no. on medical care. Yes. Ooh. And that is such a big no-no in general. But this was a special case. So people were coming in and not coming out. It was like the Hotel California. You can check Jeez. in, but you can't check out. And she said almost everyone they put on a mm -hmm. vent mm -hmm. died. Mm -hmm. Except one person. Right. And she said, ironically, the one person who did not die was a drug addict who did not stay subdued under the drugs on a ventilator, mm -hmm. pulled out his own tube, and saved his own life by pulling himself <sighs> off the ventilator. She goes, well, that's so ironic. So oh my gosh. she said it was just very, very ironic, but she has been very bold, and I guess now Amazon mm -hmm. has her book up. It's called Undercover okay. Epicenter Nurse, How Fraud, Negligence, and Greed Led to Unnecessary Deaths at Elmhurst Hospital. Here's the first clip. It's a one-minute clip, I think, of uh, of her talking. Here you go. Seven years old and dead. That's what I'm seeing, like all these negative tests, <laughs> and, they're, and they're putting them on these vents, hopeful that... They'll get it. They're being put on these COVID floor. It's murder. It, it straight up is, it is setting these people up for failure based on money. Wow. Well, wow. There it is. <laughs> and I, and I believe that too. 
I believe that. I believe that people are put on ventilators. You know, they test positive. They've got something else going on or they wouldn't be in the hospital. Because if you get COVID, you're sent home. So you have to have something else to land you in the hospital. And I don't think people have actually figured or connected that dot yet. Right. So in order to say he's in the hospital because of COVID, it's because of something else, not COVID. Right. There's no treatment for COVID except go home and drink Gatorade. Yeah. Okay. Just COVID. Well, and the hydro, yes, the hydrocortiquin and zinc mm -hmm. are helping people's immune systems overcome Mm -hmm. the COVID. Right. So that is, it's not a cure, it's helping your body, right? Right. So she was saying that people would come in with a stroke. Right. And test negative. That's what she said at the beginning of that clip. Test negative, test negative. Yeah. They would put them in a room with a COVID patient. And she said to the nurses, because she was wearing undercover Mm -hmm. recording eyeglasses. So she had a camera in her eyeglasses. She'd turn it on. She said, why are we doing this? Right. This doesn't seem right. Okay. Let's play the next clip. Yep. Um, uh, The above, someone above. And everybody says that it's someone higher up. I'm like, good, call them. Like during that DNR when they're telling us, or the the full code when they're telling us not to, you know, do CPR. Um, I'm like, all right, call your higher ups then. Let's talk about, and they wouldn't because they're all scared. Everybody's scared mm. and everybody's scared to stick up for themselves. And I've called a lot of doctors unethical to their face and they deserve it. Wow. Because that's so true though, because people are afraid of losing their job. That's Right. right. Some people (coughs) Mm -hmm. who, when they see grievous ills, and she talks Mm -hmm. about the fact that there were doctors in other parts of the hospital, say in the emergency department, one particular, Mm -hmm. who just said, what you're doing is right. Right. And speaking up, but she said that was, everybody else was mostly Here's the next, here's the next clip. I am a nurse. I'm an advocate for my patients. And... But no, no, no. Just wait. You, you were laughing and you thought it was funny. You were like smirking. You're being really rude to all of us. And I thought that was really. It was really. Yeah, you are. It was very disrespectful. And I don't think that you're going to be a very good doctor. Nice. You're welcome. (laughs) I hope you learn something from this. Wow. So, because because what she was seeing, that was a doctor who was a fellow, which is above a resident. Mm -hmm. So this was like a teaching hospital. Right. And she was saying that people were going in, Uh not being properly clothed with the, yes. By the way, it was a fellow. Okay. So they're just past residency, but not full on. I've been in practice for years. Okay. So a fellow was the one that wrote that huge piece that went viral um, condemning Judy Mikovits. Okay. And people didn't realize that she was not a full fledged like doctor out there for years and years and years. She was young, had just been through medical school and she's calling out a scientist that's been around since the 80s. Right. Yeah. And so I just wanted to make sure that's the same, same thing. She was a fellow too. Isn't that amazing? Yeah, it is amazing. Nobody wanted to look at her actual career. That bothered me. Right. <laughs> so, well, and look at mm-hmm. her. So it's Erin Olszewski uh-huh. and she came in from the outside, mm-hmm. um, not part of the hospital right. per se. And that gave her a little bit of courage. Yeah. Like I'm an outsider. I'm calling this out. So here's one more. Here's a little 30 second clip. Here you go. What killed him was being, did the vent kill him? Yeah. Oh, yes. They're so sedated. He had probably eight or nine drips. It's all sedation. 
it's all sedation and uh, paralytics. So you are asleep. It, it is essentially like you're you're under you know you're in surgery. You know when they put you Endless, under like for that. like a month. Uh, for a good month, straight. There's no way you can recover from something like that. So true. It's doing the breathing for you. You're be brain dead if you do. Wow. Does that give you chills? It Your does brain give, dead. So yeah. Do you it know does that give me going chills. in? And they're ordering all those ventilators. So remember on the media, yes. more ventilators, more ventilators. That was going to mean brain death. <laughs> yes. Yeah. yeah. What? You're, yeah. For, for a lot of seniors. But they get paid a lot to do it. People dying alone has been one of the greatest travesties I have uh, ever. It's, uh, it's so horrifying to mm -hmm. me. It's sick. That family cannot be there to right. advocate. So now she goes into another thing mm -hmm. about, I had a patient... We're, this well, was the drugs he was on. Well, we have to take a break, but we'll, we'll be right back. back. When yep. we come back, we're going to play that clip. And also on the ventilators, see, everybody thinks that if you have COVID, you're on a ventilator. That's not that's not how this is actually at all, and it shouldn't be either. So it's very interesting that people have that mindset now. Oh, you have COVID. That means you're probably on a ventilator in the hospital. Be right back. Talk lines are open now. Call 888-673-1450. This is the Kate Daly Show. We have way too much puppetry going on in America right now. That's why we do this show. Welcome back to the Kate Daly Show. And by the way, uh, get over to Balance of Nature, balanceofnature.com. You know the drill. Put in the code Kate, get the supplement, and I'd store up on it for the fall. We have a lot coming our way in the way of health. And all I'm going to say is <laughs> on that, as we hit on it in different ways on the show, there's a lot coming. And are you ready for that? And is your health ready for that? Because I don't think it is. So if I were you, I'm just as even as a friend, get a supplement. But if, if you know, if you're listening to this and you want to know what's I did my homework, balance of nature, clearly uh, heads above everybody else on product and what they put in and they're caring about the product and it being clean, a clean product with good vegetables, non GMO, the whole drill. They are awesome company. So go to balanceofnature.com, order up. It's affordable putting in my name, K-A-T-E, um, gets you 35% off in free shipping. You need to have this in your food storage and you also need to be taking it. So that's what I'm going to say about that. <laughs> I'm, I'm not joking. I would not tell you to do that unless I was serious about it. It's, it really is. There, that's something I'm really, I'm more worried about that, about what's coming down on us um, this next year uh, health-wise because they've, they've realized that they can use it against us and this is not good. So back to Susan, there's one more clip we have to play from the nurse from the epicenter of the epicenter, which was Elmhurst Hospital in New York. There's always a reason New York and California are so caught up in this. But anyway, I'm sure you guys can probably read between those lines, but um, politically. But it's interesting, this nurse speaking out about this because she's saying they were put on ventilators. It's basically murder. They know it. They're getting paid for it. Right. And she's blaming, they blame the higher ups. Somebody they, above us keeps telling us to do this. Right. And to put non-COVID patients in with COVID patients in the same rooms. Right. And still want you to realize if you're connecting those dots yet, that people with 
COVID in the hospital under hospitalization have something else going on. And then COVID can make it worse on those that have immunity issues. That's right. Okay. Just so we're all on the same page on that. Okay. Here's the, uh, here's the nurse. Here you go. Oh, whoops, 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 whoops. Sorry. (laughs) I still have music playing in the background. You know, I have stuff that always happens on the show. I can't, I, it's me. I can't, I can't do anything about it. Here we go. So Nimbex, 100 milligrams, Presidex, 400 milligrams, Fentanyl, 2,500 micrograms, Heparin, 25,000 units, Versed, 50 milligrams, Levofed, 16,000, Neo, 50 milligrams, Propofol, 10 milligrams, Vesopressin, 100 units. This is one person. And they're, all these drips are running at the same time into them. Wow. I don't even know what to say because... This is how Michael Jackson died, and that was just propofol, right? Yeah. Pro- propofol? I right. can't, not in any Right. Well, these, the these paralytics, yes. these, and she is saying that because she was in the army, so her background is that she joined the military when she was 17, mm-hmm. and she went into Operation Iraqi Freedom, so she has been around for a long time sure. as a nurse. And she is saying this is outside of normal for what people on ventilators get. She said this was so much medication. Yeah. And again, without family members to question every single medication, which is what family members are supposed to do in cases like yes. this. Why are all those drips there for? Why does my loved one need to be on a ventilator if they need to be? And why do they have all this stuff going on? That's right. For endless amounts of days. Yes. Wow. And to know what is good for their, to see if they're, it's helping. Is this helping? Well, she said 90% did not make it off those ventilators. But think about the money. When you add up the cost of all those drugs. Yes. Think of the dollar amounts being spent here. I completely agree. This was Scott. Now, Scott Kesterson, different guy, different kind of guy. Um, and so I actually liked his explanation on this, um, but, uh, and thanks Danae hat tip to you on this one, Scott Kesterson, um, does a podcast, but this is how he dialed down COVID and listen, cause he addresses the ventilators. This is about a three minute, uh, clip. I think, uh, here you go. Listen to this. Which creates all of this media focus in that direction while they bring in on the same day, patient zero released. It looks like it was probably originally seeded into the population somewhere around November or December. Then Nancy Pelosi then releases the articles of impeachment on January 15th, which creates all of this media focus in that direction while they bring in on the same day patient zero for what they're going to call patient zero gets discovered up in Seattle. Now in their plan, you have to, the virus has already been started somewhere early on. Now they identify patient zero and this thing starts to move, but the world's attention, the media's attention, trying to keep everybody away from that and focusing on this fake impeachment trial. President Trump was ahead of it. They blocked the entrance from China. But the biggest part about this virus is it's emotional. It's the emotional fear. So that people would believe because it can be, it can literally be tagged. I mean, you can do a test to see that it's there, but worse yet, is that to even to complicate and spread the fear, the test kits that were coming in from China were corrupted with the virus, meaning that they would create effectively a false positive 
meaning you, anybody that would, didn't have it would test positive, but at the same, same time, they would put the virus in somebody's body by putting it in a swab in their nose. So the entire thing was a setup to spread the virus, to create the fear of pandemic. The virus itself doesn't have that much lethality. It's very, as, as with influenza, it targets primarily those of weakened immune systems. But that's enough to get the scare going. It comes the next wave, which is as the media spins up the fear and spins up the need to have ventilators, there's suddenly not enough ventilators, okay? Well, the ventilator actually is the trap. And as it appears now is what we what they did is they pushed for something, a cure that was actually going to result in more deaths. Whatever this virus does, it has to do with oxidiz- oxid- oxygenation within the cells. As you use a ventilator, it actually complicates the issues of the, of the virus. But we need to look at what's happening at the hospitals. The hospitals are using, the scam is so deep and it's so massive, it's hard to get our head around all of this. As the virus moves through, the hospitals then start coding people with COVID, just even if they're suspect of it, because that translates to more federal money. If they put them on a ventilator, they get three times more money. So they spin up a call for ventilators, but in previous administrations, the states have never stockpiled the needed supplies they said they needed. And the media starts calling for things that they knowingly know are not in the system, perpetuating the fear. As you perpetuate fear and hospitals are making a ton of money and it's going out the back door, most likely into politicians' pockets, you're creating a, a state of fear that is collapsing the economy by, by a natural state. People cease to want to p- participate in the economy. And so you drive the economy down. And the theory was to push President Trump's hand to such a degree that he would effectively have to install draconian measures, basically martial law, that would crush the economy and have no recourse but to put people on some form of a socialized subsidy and then wipe out any of his economic gains preventing separating his base and ultimately allowing them to assume power and continue their march towards destroying the United States and reestablishing a new world order. Wow. Interesting. Kind of connect some dots. (laughs) Well, people would say that is a conspiracy theory, but last Wednesday when I was on, Mm -hmm. um, I was reporting on this article out of the New York Times. Mm -hmm. Uh, The CDC labs were contaminated, delaying corona testing, officials said. So they put this out on a Saturday, and it turns out two of the three CDC laboratories in Atlanta that created the coronavirus tests violated their own manufacturing standards, this article said, mm-hmm. resulting in the agency sending tests that did not work at all to nearly all of the hundred state and local public health labs. Oh. Like you couldn't mess this up more than they messed <laughs> Amen it up. Amen to that. And, and, and my own state, we had a company here that was sending out all these tests and everybody kept emailing me going, oh, hey, Kate, you know, these guys these guys got the accurate test. They have the accurate test. I said, no, it's not. It's AI and math. This is not an accurate test. It's a guest to test. That's <laughs> what it is. It's like the PCR, very generic guest to test. And Lo and behold, they were just brought up, right? Uh, They're now being pursued legally for the false claims of accuracy. And that's right here in my own state. They were sending out 50,000 tests a day. So all the truth is starting to come out. CDC admits stuff. The truth comes out. And what are they doing? They have the audacity. They have the audacity to try and push a second wave. 
to get more control, to get us back wearing masks, social distancing, which is complete and utter ridiculous nonsense, does nothing, either do the masks. I can't believe it. I almost can't believe that they have the audacity to keep pushing this. After all the lies, we already know that the CDC lied about the numbers, the testing, the predictions, the, I mean, every single thing that's come out of the CDC has been a lie. And then they, on top of it, they admit it and they go, but keep listening to us. And lo and behold, the governors, the school districts all over the nation are going based on CDC guidelines. Why? They're corrupt. They've been lying from the beginning. Why are we listening to these guidelines from a corrupt organization? I don't know about you, but it makes me sick. That's what makes me sick, not COVID. (laughs) Well, you're not the only one astonished because the FDA sent in someone in February, Timothy Stencil, chief in vitro uh, diagnostics and radiological health to see what was going on. Mm -hmm. And this is a quote from the article. He found an astonishing lack of expertise in commercial manufacturing and learned that nobody was Mm -hmm. in charge of the entire process. Nobody. Yeah. So obviously, but they said um, that people were testing uh, kits Mm -hmm. and creating those kits in the same room where researchers were working on positive coronavirus samples. And that made the tests unusable. Yeah. So this is, isn't this like crying wolf? Yeah. A lot of kids don't know that story. The boy who cried wolf. Yeah. You know, true. Absolutely. And so are we going to jump up and... Follow well, are we going to believe when the whistleblowers come forward and they actually risk their lives like she did to tell their stories? Are we going to look at these two doctors from um, San Diego that spoke out? Are we going to start looking at what Judy Mikovits said and Dr. Batar said? They don't have a reason to deceive you. In fact, they're risking their lives and they've lost everything to try and tell us what in the world is going on. They said, do not take the flu shot coming full of so many viruses we can't fight do not take the covid shot are you crazy and um and i and i have to say like in dr batar's interview when he was talking to trump's assistant and uh he was saying well why is trump suddenly for vaccines why is he pushing vaccines he goes he's not look at the dates the dates of the coming vaccines are in december if he's able to make it in there you go. You should be looking at the dates, you know, and, and and alluding to the fact that it won't matter after November. It's kind of interesting thought. I don't know if it's for certain, but it's an interesting thought, right? Coming from them. Well, so, and massaging knows? the news, being part of the yeah. news cycle, Trump really is figured out in some ways, I mean, 80% mm-hmm. of the time, how to manage the news cycle. So I wouldn't be surprised. And for them to promise after decades and decades that they're going to have a coronavirus oh, vaccination, in a matter of months when it costs 40 billion a year in in human yeah. costs yeah to have a cold not one every of them year. talking about health not nope. one of them only vaccination that's drastic why not just health my gosh they could talk about health anyway we'll be right back on the kate daly show we'll take some of your calls too balance of nature's fruits and vegetables in a capsule changing the world one life at a time I wish they would have me do a commercial. I'm from the New York area, and we don't trust anybody. But, you know, when you're in pain, you will try anything. And I said, let me try it. And after, I would say, about a month, I was able to walk. And I'm jogging now. I didn't think I'd ever be able to do that again. It was just a case of me not having all the nourishments that a body is supposed to have in my body. 
I mean, it was really an incredible thing. Don't wait to see what getting over 10 servings of whole fruits and vegetables every day can do for you. Right now, Balance of Nature is offering free shipping and 35% off on any new preferred order. Start your journey to better health today by calling 1-800-2468-751 or by going to balanceofnature.com. Again, that's balanceofnature.com. And make sure to receive this special radio offer by using discount code KATE. Talk lines are open now. Call 888-673-1450. This is the Kate Daly Show. keep us down. Could the state of our condition be the product of omission? What we didn't learn in public schools. And did our fathers all through history all fight and die for liberty so we could play the tyrant's fools? And can you call it education when it's all indoctrination to obey the hidden powers that be? We fight the revolution, did we win the world wars just to slumber in the slavery? We're all indentured, servitudal slaves. <laughs> oh, hat tip to the, to the listener that sent this. <laughs> I think it was Forrest. Anyway, uh, Carl Klang. Why the banks, banksters keep us dumb. The whole song's pretty hilarious, but... Uh, Sadly, right on the money. Uh, welcome back to the Kate Daly Show. It's always tough to learn of your awful situation, isn't it? And I know because we're living in it right now, but we can still fight for it. And that's why we do this, right? Every day. That's why you're invested into this. That's why we do this um, is because we can still fight for it. There's still something to fight for. It's still in play. The day it's not, then that's the day we were sunk. Um but I welcome Susan back. Uh, welcome, Susan. And uh, Susan Reeves with me. And de Blasio. We got to talk about that, too. De Blasio. Uh, what is he telling people to do? De Blasio um, has a, an army of contact tracers. So they're going to talk to people about COVID. They're going to see if they have symptoms. They're yes. going to go to people's homes. Mm-hmm. But he's given them a special instruction uh-huh. to a- not ask them if they've been to any protest. Or riot. Or riot, because he said that will be, quote, alienating. Oh, I guess they should probably ask what kind, because if you go to a rally for your business, you likely got it. But if you if if it's a if it's a uh, Black Lives Matter event or an Antifa event, um, then, of course, you're totally immune. Kind of like walking into Walmart. You know, uh, just a second caller. I showed up. I was well, I was actually at a stoplight and to the left of me was Walmart and to the right of me was a bank. And and you can walk into Walmart, but you still can't walk into the bank lobby. Pretty amazing out there, folks. (laughs) This is a very smart, smart uh, virus. Hi, caller. Welcome to the show. Go right ahead. Wow. Do you remember the Sonny and Cher song, The Beat Goes On? Oh, yeah. I do. Good song. Kind of fits. <laughs> yeah, thanks. I appreciate that. Yep. It does fit. Um, no, uh, de Blasio has this thing, and it's probably because 15,000 people were out on Sunday in Brooklyn um, celebrating, mm-hmm. I don't know, trans, Black mm-hmm. Lives Matter. And he said, you know, when you come into contact with people who might have been there, do not ask them about it. Right. And yet, isn't that the perfect breeding ground if their <laughs> theories are true, yeah. which they're not, well, they're, about the distancing? They're walking in circles around their own theories. None of it makes sense. To not, Wait, yeah, to not ask them. 
wouldn't that be fascinating if they were asked and there were massive numbers? So <laughs> Trump is having this this rally uh-huh. uh, in Topeka and their lawyers are filing challenges saying it's going to cause a COVID outbreak. Hmm. But this rally in Brooklyn was mm-hmm. not a problem. <laughs> so that's the kind of world we live in where it is a double standard. No matter where you go. Hypocrisy at its finest. That's right. And so mm-hmm. what is this all adding up to? Is anybody who has previously supported this thought, hmm, maybe I should take a second look at what's happening? Right. There was an interview done, I believe it was by the Daily Caller, which is Tucker Carlson's mm-hmm. new site. He's and, doing a great job. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> he really is. I mean, for what he can do on mainstream, he's actually hitting a lot of punches. I, I'm, I'm loving this. Yeah, He yeah. is really a lot of right there. and left. But they interviewed mm-hmm. a guy who was right outside the border of uh-huh. Chaz, right. Chazistan, Chazylvania, uh-huh. in Seattle. And this person said, you know, I supported the protests. Right. I marched peacefully. But he goes, now it's a war zone. Right. I'm on the outside, but I can't leave my apartment. Yeah. I call the mayor. I'm finally realizing. I don't, I call the mayor. Uh-huh. They don't care. Right. They're not going to do anything about it. He says, I'm just shaken to my core. Oh my. So this is somebody who had faith in his mm-hmm. government. Right. Faith in the protests. Yeah. Let, and it, let's take a caller. Hi, caller. Welcome to the show. Go right ahead. Hi. Hi. I just turned it on like a half an hour ago, and I heard it's Susan, right? Susan yes. and Kate talking. Yes. You guys are talking to each other, and I thought you were having a conversation with yourself, Kate, because you guys sound so much alike, and I was like, this world has torn Kate in half. Like, <laughs> you I mean sh- I'm talking to myself on the air? <laughs> I should have a deeper voice. <laughs> yes, yes. So I love what it. I wanted to say was, why is it called social distancing? Shouldn't it be called physical distancing? <laughs> you would think. Um, yeah. And how we've outed so many times on this show that it was thought up by a couple of computer analysts that work for Bill Gates at the University of Washington and had no data or research whatsoever. But the governors swiftly put it in as as a new uh, law, apparently. Um, and the, all the stores adopted it because I guess there was no hold on, on the printing companies that could print up all the little circles for the floors in all the businesses. Everybody else was, you know, <laughs> shipping was out months, but not for those companies, apparently. And uh, and yes, it's ridiculous. And you're right on the money. This is this is the stupidest thing I've ever heard of. Healthy people, social distancing for what? Right, yeah, right. it's insane. We've, well, we've... To keep, I mean, it's one thing to keep like phys- it should be physical distancing because it's six feet apart. Yeah, not. Yeah, not social. Ourselves apart from each other. Yes, that's the thing. I totally agree with you. Thank you so much. Great point. And yep. Thank you. And on also, um, and also on that same note, uh, it was done by phone location. It had nothing to do with transmission of an illness. So all of you that think that being six feet apart helps anything. It was all about tracking phone location. It had nothing to do. They even admitted it in the study. It had nothing to do with you getting sick or not. Well, Cuomo had a press conference um, Mm -hmm. and it was pretty, a few weeks into the dilemma, into Mm -hmm. the whatever, COVID. Mm -hmm. And he said, oh, we're getting a wave and none of these people have been out of their homes in weeks. Mm -hmm. And he said, they're catching it from other family members. So a family member who has been outside, Mm -hmm. then you quarantine with other healthy family members, you're all getting it. Right. And he said, so 
But you don't we, even know what it is because it is. the PCR test doesn't tell you what it is. No. But Dr. Th- Batar has a whole video on that, by the way. They, they have no way. They, it's just so generic. PCR yes. tests are so generic. They have no way to know what actually you have, like in a virus form. Right. Like but those people staying home for weeks and being miserable were actually not doing themselves any favors. Yeah. Because they caught it yeah. in their home. Well, yeah. And this is why I'm glad you brought on the nurses videos, too, because I had a message from a, a doctor um, telling me that I was kind of being irresponsible. They love the show, but <laughs> I was being irresponsible and not telling people to wear masks and social distance in this time of uncertainty. And I went, so they know enough about it to know that it's 99.5%. You're just fine. But they still are uncertain about it. Think about that. They also have... Um, you know, all these numbers, if they were so uncertain, how would they have all these numbers? It's like, it's like double play, double play, double play all the time with these people. And then of course I have to question this medical doctor 40 years in the, in the racket, not knowing that you have an immune system that can fight it. So there's that. And so I think the utter stupidity comes across where I'm like, I, you're kidding, right? You don't know we have immune system. You're a doctor. So there's that. And, and I'm, I'm baffled. I'm just so baffled by the ongoing sort of corruption at every level, pursuing something that even in the medical profession, you have to know is bogus. Right. You cannot stand by the story and, and tell me any part about it's true if you've done your homework and you're an actual decent doctor. Right. And you understand immunity. Which you assume they do. I can't get 50 people sick if I come into contact with 50 people. Why? Because they all have their own immunity. They can't get sick from me. I cannot spread the flu. Do you remember back in the old days, say January, when people were going to work and even if you had the flu symptoms, you're like, well, I still have the flu, but I'm feeling better. Yeah, get your butt to work. We want you here. You better better work because, you know, I mean, you can only take off so many sick days. So what? It doesn't matter. Do you know why everyone in the office didn't get sick every five seconds? Because they have immunity. We somehow just don't want to admit that. I'm like, I don't understand our problem. I don't know how brainwashed one could be. But when the doctors come out and use their profession to say that, it makes me want to vomit. Because I'm like, do you not understand? Yeah. Hi, caller. Welcome to the show. Go right ahead. It feels like a game of Survivor with the immunity idol. What's do you that? have it? What's that? I said it feels I said it feels like a game of Survivor. Do you have the immunity idol? <laughs> okay, I don't. So, Kate, it is so good to hear you laugh from when we spoke a couple of days ago. It's yeah. Like doing a lot better. Yes. And a lot, having a lot more fun with everything. I, so, I took my happy I'm pills. I'm kidding. Need... Yeah, go ahead. Well, <laughs> I, I'm, I'm here to talk and help. If you ever need it, just shoot me a message. Well, thank you. All right. right. Yeah, thank you. So, you go so ahead. like you're having some fun with this. And yeah. That's the way to be. Thank you. Love the phone call. Thank you. Really appreciate the phone call. Great listener. Anyway. No, and there's so much going on behind the scenes. No, you're talking about the drum beat. People are yes. following the drum beat. And the beat goes on. And Thank you for that. And the beat goes mm-hmm. on. But I just wanted to point to an article um, in the, well, it's all mm-hmm. over. 54 NIH scientists reportedly have been fired or resigned during espionage probe. So remember that Harvard dean who got fired because mm-hmm. he was collaborating with China. Mm-hmm. And it was a biological mm-hmm. situation. Sure. 
Um, now, 54%, 54 scientists have lost their jobs as part of an investigation launched in August 2018 mm -hmm. into NIH grant recipients' failure to disclose their ties to foreign governments. Now, wouldn't you be extremely careful if you were a scientist and you knew this was a rule that you had to disclose your contacts with foreign governments? One would think. <laughs> Yep. And they originally targeted 189 mm -hmm. scientists at 87 higher education institutions. Now, we've known crazy stuff has been going on at these institutions. Mm -hmm. And now 80% of whom are Asian males who receive Chinese financial backing. It said the individuals received 285 grants, totaling mm -hmm. $164 million. Mm -hmm. And Chinese entities provided hidden support for 175. So this was out-and-out out espionage and trading biological data and information uh, and doing experiments to benefit the communist Chinese, yes. the communist do, party. Do you want to know something else? that I came across last night, just kind of happenstance last night, was the fact that um, Bill Gates has this company called TerraPower, and they develop these uh, nuclear, okay? Uh, the, 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 a different way to do nuclear, I'll just put it that way, because it's long and drawn out. But they actually had agreements with China National Nuclear Corporation, the CNNC, and signed a memorandum of understanding to develop their TWRs, which is their way of doing this new nuclear, okay? So Bill Gates' company, TerraPower, goes and does business with China on this. TerraPower planned to build a 600 um, MWE demonstration plant and a TWRP. There's a couple of things like this. But by the year um, 2022, uh, you know, in about another year and a half, they wanted to follow that up with larger commercial plants, right? Well, in January, it was announced that the project had been abandoned because of the technology transfer limitations placed by the Trump administration. <laughs> <laughs> There's more of that kind of stuff going on than we realize. And and what was funny was, what was the next headline by the Post? Oh, that's okay. Bill Gates suddenly really cares about America, so he's going to strengthen America by having American companies do it. No, he was swatted down by the administration and not allowed to do business with China for nuclear. So there's so, I think there's just so much more going there on than meets the eye. That's yeah. right. And we have to become credit to that. a little more. So, so the TWR yeah. is a traveling wave reactor. It's yes. a type of nuclear fission reactor yep. that can convert fertile material into usable fuel. And, and they had a lot of plans for this year and for next year. I mean, a ton of plans and all kinds of things set up between the two of them. Because see, Bill Gates, he gets to partner with the CDCs over education. He basically is running our country, he thinks. And so he goes and does all these deals with China. Really? I, I'm, I'm actually kind of shocked at that, you know, for nuclear, of all things. Well, I thought we had a tight lid on that, our yeah, government. Yeah. yeah. And huh. now they, Interesting. if they're not well behaved yeah. during this whole COVID thing, and we know mm -hmm. they're not. Right. Um, why would we think they're well behaved in any other way? And Trump <laughs> has kind of figured this out. And he had a long time ago. Yeah. But this actual, this traveling wave nuclear reactor type mm -hmm. thing is really could be a great thing for a lot of countries, for our country. It is a really a great product. It doesn't use any of the, the typical depleted uranium. It just depends on how they're going to be using it and to who. I I always, with right, when Bill details. Gates is in the equation, you have to really worry because this guy is a depopulation guy. He is a, 
he is literally siphoning America. Talk about one of our more treasonous people. People don't understand that about Bill Gates. He's sick. There's something so wrong with that guy. And people will start to find out more. The truth is coming out now. The truth is out there. Yeah. The truth is out there. People are starting to go, let me see a little bit more about this Bill Gates. He's not a philanthropist. Bingo. He's not a philanthropist. Uh, Susan, great stuff. As always. Isn't she great? Great researcher. You're amazing. Thanks so much. And I appreciate all of you listening, of course, to Melissa, too. And uh, all right. We'll see you you here tomorrow. Be faithful. Be fearless. KateDallyRadio.com.